From our iHeartRadio studios here in Tampa, this is Best of the Bay, highlighting the people and organizations that represent the best of the Tampa Bay area. I'm your host, Ryan Gorman. In this episode, we're joined by the Heart Gallery of Tampa. And with us in studio, we have Executive Director Amanda Page Zwerko, Chair of the Board of Directors Nicole Hubbard, and Katie Sloan, adoptive mother of Nick, who's a child of the Heart Gallery of Tampa. And finally, we have Felix Vega from my show PM Tampa Bay on News Radio WFLA. He's with us as well. The website is heartgalleryoftampa.org, heartgalleryoftampa.org. And we'll be talking about their upcoming event, Be Mine 2020, Believe in the Impossible. It's going to be happening at Palmasia Country Club on Thursday, February 6th, starting at 6 p.m. And info on that is on the website as well. How is everybody? Thank you so much for being here. We're doing great. Thanks, Thanks. for having us. Let me start with you, Amanda. Give us some background on the organization, kind of how this organization came about and and your general mission that you're trying to accomplish. Of course. So the Heart Gallery um, is is a recruitment model all throughout the United States and also in Canada and really exists to um, feature the kids that are in foster care in local counties, um, letting the community know that they're here and they're waiting um, and they are looking for their forever families. It started in 2001 um, as an organization in um, New Mexico, and then in 2004, the Heart Gallery of Tampa was formed, so we were pioneers of this model as well. So um, to date, Heart Gallery of Tampa has united 266 families. So um, the organization local here is super proud of that, Um, Katie and Nick being um, a couple of those united through the Heart Gallery. And we exist to feature the kids in, in the county. We know that there are tons of people and tons of families who have the heart to adopt babies. We want the community to know that there's teenagers, there's sibling groups, um, two, three, five, seven. Children of all ages. Yes, that are all together in one family still needing a home. And then we also feature the kids that have lifelong medical needs. Uh So the kids that we have in the Heart Gallery um, just require a little extra support in finding that family. And so in very creative ways, we introduce them to Hillsborough County through portraits and videos and special events, um, just letting them know that they're here. And it's really a big awareness campaign. Huge. Yes. So uh, raising awareness is our number one goal, but um, we do several other important things. We involve the community in their welfare. So we celebrate every child's birthday. Um, we give them experiences. We try to fill in the gaps where biological families typically Okay. The things that they do for their kids. Yep. Um, and the Heart Gallery does that. So we have tons of volunteers and our community really steps up and helps us make sure that we do that so they're remembered and they're celebrated. And then finally, and just as important, we help find and secure fa- families. So we work with, directly with Eckerd, the, okay. uh, um, op- the lead adoption and foster agency in Hillsborough to find the right families. And what is the need like here in the Tampa Bay area? You mentioned you know, the large number of, of children and families mm-hmm. you've helped along the way, but what's the need like? So um, in Hillsborough County, we serve almost 100 kids a year. That means kids are coming in all throughout the year. Um, just here, that's those are the kids that are available for adoption that fit those um, specific criteria. They're older, they are part of um, sibling groups, and they have medical needs. Um, in foster care in general, there's over 2,400 and, and, and out-of-home foster care right now in Hillsborough County. Okay. We're the second largest county in Florida. Um, wow. With you know, with foster care, and that's just children. in Hillsborough County, just the Tampa Bay area. I'm sure the numbers are bigger, and just it, it keeps going up yes. as you get across the state. Yes. You mentioned that Heart Gallery was founded in New Mexico, mm-hmm. correct? Correct. What is the coordination or cooperation like? Is there is there uh, a centralized organization? Sure. So, 
They, each art gallery really functions individually, okay. um, but we all have the same focus. So we want to introduce our community to the kids that are available for adoption. Um, if we don't do that, they're relinquishing in care. If we don't put their faces in the community, if we don't show their pictures or let the community hear their voices and see their videos, nobody knows that they're there. Um, so while our focus is the same, the way that we interact with our communities um, and the lead agencies is a little bit different. We've okay. got some flexibility there. Um, Hillsborough County, for example, we celebrate the birthdays. We um, give the experiences. We step in and fill gaps where we can. Um, and we're able to do that here because we've got the support um, in our community that steps up and helps us make that happen. And I'm assuming uh, things are different based on the community itself, mm-hmm. right? I'm sure, I don't know, the setup's got to be a little different in New Mexico than, than Tampa Bay for a variety of different yeah, reasons. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, um, we've actually, last summer, I reached out to as many galleries as I can, um, as we could, to really find out how they're interacting with the communities. And we've gleaned some really great ideas that we haven't thought about yet, and other organizations have um, picked up some of the things that we're doing. So we try to be collaborative. We play really nicely um, with our Pasco Pinellas Gallery. And yeah, I was going to ask, are there yeah. other ones in the Tampa yeah, Bay area? Yeah, and, they, and they're all by county. That's um, through the, ju- the judicial system. Okay, and when did you first get involved, and how did you wind up with Art Gallery of Tampa? So I've been with the organization now for a year and a half. Um, I felt like it was a little bit of a serendipitous opportunity. It was um, introduced to me through a mutual or just a professional friend who was working, um, supporting the organization at the time. Um, And I would say serendipitous in the fact that I wasn't really looking for it. But Mm -hmm. um, at home, we do have an adoptive son. So I have um, a 16-year-old Monday Monday he'll be 16. Wow. Um, But my stepson, so my husband and Zachary's mom adopted him. And so he's very similar in behavior and personality to the kids that we're trying to get adopted. Um, So I feel like I'm a part of the the community of of raising children that that we're just trying to find the homes for. And how hard is it for, you talked about the older kids, and that's what I always thought about, you know, if I ever wanted to have children, like, you know, Mm -hmm. I want to adopt like older kids because I'm in my 40s, I don't want to deal with an infant or sure. like a small child. Sure, who wants child. to change diapers? <laughs> and, I want a sentient yeah. being. Yeah. Um, and how do, how do you find parents that are that receptive to getting those kids and taking them in? Because they're going through a lot. Either they've been through a lot in yeah. life, yeah. you know, they're in their teenage years, and, you know, that's a, a turbulent time. So um, we do the best we can by just having these exhibits and, and touring, um, partnering with different um communities and and businesses and throughout Hillsborough County just trying to get their faces out there. Um, It's not easy. Um, I would say that, you know, if we have 100 people pass by somebody, you know, a 16-year-old or 15-year-old's picture, maybe one of them is going to be like, what is he doing there? I want to know a little bit more about Mm -hmm. this child. And and then really setting them up with what to do next and and setting their expectations on the process. Um, And and, and surrounding them with services where they can best parent and meet the needs of that child. And then also allowing us and the, the agency and Eckerd really surrounding the parent with the services that they can best meet, the, you know, meet the need of the, the parent also. Um, I know that, you know, Katie can really speak to those experiences, um, but we really just try to wrap them up with information and support um, on, on, on either on either side. I know in the judicial system, the services are so key anymore because for a long time I was a prosecutor and mm. there was a huge lack when it came to juvenile offenders who just needed someone. A mentor. A mentor or, or someone in their life to really kind of take over. But they also had, they may be suffering from a you know, mental health issue mm. or they're depressed, you know, anxiety. And so how do you work with the agency to get the kids matched up with the right services so they can actually have a good life yep. once they find their foster 
parents. Yep. So the Heart Gallery, um, we have a, a, an amazing relationship with you know the courts and um, the Eckerd agents, case management agencies in um, in Hillsborough County. So they know whenever there's a child that should be entering foster or whose parents' rights have been terminated and will be entering, um, you know, needing the extra support for adoption, they come right to Heart Gallery. We take their photos. Um, we have professional ph- photographers that take their photos. And then we write the bios and enter them into the gallery. We print their portraits. We put them on the website. And then we collect all of those inquiries. So if somebody sees them online or somebody sees them at Brandon Mall or um, Tampa Bay History Center or Glazier's Museum, who've just become great partners of ours, um, they come right to the Heart Gallery. We take their inquiry from there. We vet them, making sure that they check off three very important boxes, mm-hmm. the orientation, the parenting class, and a home study. And then we send that over to their child's case manager. From there, we are essentially, we've done our part, but we'll support the communication going forward. So then it's the case manager's responsibility to um, get to know that family and um, bring any potential families to match process. This is Best of the Bay. I'm your host, Ryan Gorman. We're talking to the Heart Gallery of Tampa. And with us in studio, we have Executive Director Amanda Page Zwerko, Chair of the Board of Directors Nicole Hubbard, Katie Sloan, adoptive mother of Nick, who's a child of the Heart Gallery of Tampa, and Felix Vega from my show PM Tampa Bay on News Radio WFLA. The website where you can find out more and where you can find out about their upcoming event, Be Mine 2020, is at heartgalleryoftampa.org. Again, that's heartgalleryoftampa.org. Let me turn to you, Nicole, as chair of the board of directors. How did you first get involved with Heart Gallery of Tampa? Yeah, sure. I got involved uh, about 10 years ago where I chaired a project called Birthday Buddies with the Junior League of Tampa. And um, we, like Amanda had talked about earlier, threw uh, birthday parties for kids who had never experienced a birthday party in their life. That that, that alone is just... Life, it was life-changing Yeah, let me, that honestly. sink in for a second. There were kids who had never, never. had so, a birthday party. you know... For instance, one of my first parties, I'll never forget it, um, he was turning 18. And at the time, 18 was the time that they aged out. And he had never had anyone celebrate his birthday. And so when our team went and brought his, you know, gifts, we got, you know, we have a list of gifts that they wanted. One of the gifts was a Bible. And he started crying and said, and all he wanted was a party at the trampoline place. I mean, I have two (laughs) kids of my own and we go crazy for birthday parties. And he was just, literally, he was crying, saying no one has ever acknowledge. I can't imagine going 18 years and having, yeah. you know, no one ever say anything to you, not as teachers, no one in his group home, nothing. And so that was my first experience um, with our gallery. That's eye-opening. And that was enough for me. I yeah. mean, to the point to where, you know, I would come home from these parties and and cry to my parents. And my parents, you know, would joke to my husband, like, you've got to get her, <laughs> you've got to get her away from this organization <laughs> or you're going to end up with a house full. Yeah. But um, it, it was true. And, you know, people sometimes say, well, it's just a birthday party. But uh, yeah, mm. because you've had birthday parties your whole life. Yeah. It's, something it's the acknowledgement that, you know, from others. Right. You know? It's to know that somebody else cared yes, and thought exactly. about them. And the birthday parties were all specialized. Like they got to choose. We said, if you could have any birthday party that you want, what would you, you know, what do you want? So we would really, you know, go out of our way to pull all of our connections and, and whatnot to give this child a day in his life that he would always remember. So what's really neat from that is, you know, 10 years later, the program is still going on um, at the Heart Gallery, and it's just expanded to, like Amanda said, include more quality of life events as well. So not only are their birthday parties uh, celebrated or their birthdays celebrated, but other things like if, you know, they want to go to prom, someone takes them and goes shopping with them and takes them to get their nails done. I've done that, you know, and 
uh, it's just it's such a neat experience and it's something that while it's normal for all of our kids and our biological kids it's not what they get I can on only imagine basis. the impact it must have on it these was huge kids. I'm still with this organization 10 years later yeah. I love it I'm chair, you know chairing the board we actually have uh, quite a bit of community volunteers we have an outreach committee that um that you know helps with community partnerships and other like fundraisers you know or, or you know businesses that like to fund the organization and whatnot um, and then we have a dream team which are they throw all of these birthday parties and help with the quality of life events throughout I mean the heart gallery is a really small organization yeah. of you know full-time of three uh, so we're we're small but we're mighty and the community loves the mission you know so it's a uh, it's a it's when it's easy to talk about because you just have to be around these kids just once and then you'll understand you well, know why it, why people love it so much it sounds like the community plays a role in this too and it sounds like businesses and you know, the different connections that you guys have to right. make these events happen and make them as special as they can be correct yeah i mean we do lean on the community for support a lot and um you know that's why hopefully we can uh, garner some support for be mine and yeah. we're we're here to talk about that too as well but you know that event uh started out the first the first time that we uh, threw it which was several years ago was at the history center on a thursday night and was a sold out event the very first time so that to talk about how the community surrounds it and yeah. supports it is pretty telltale you know i mean most people go to events because it's name recognition or they've been before and had a really good time so um now you know we're at palmacia and it sells out at 500 every year the theme this year is alice in wonderland and you know they really take the um you know we've done everything from there's no place like home you know wizard of oz to the beatles to whatnot but um you know they really take the country club and transform it and the Stras gets involved with their characters and whatnot so it's it's a, an event to celebrate how much we help uh, mm -hmm. you know the children but it's also an event to um you know expose the community to what your support does for these children and what the organization does. So it's a great awareness piece as well. And for the kids, it's got to be, when you're going back to the birthdays, I was thinking about, you know, simple things that they don't get to experience in life, like, you know, going to Disney World or going to a theme park or going right. to maybe going to a park for the day. Right. And how important is that for them in terms of not only having that experience, but also realizing that, hey, you're a normal kid. It's nothing that you did that put you in this situation. Right. So um, I actually have had, um, you know, the honor of, of getting to know a lot of these kids throughout the year. And uh, one in particular I mentored, she, uh, I'm in medicine for a living, and she wanted to uh, be a doctor and had really great grades and, and literally had been in and out of home. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So much she had given up on adoption. She's like, you know, I've been given back so many times. Oh I mean, her God. stories were heart wrenching. And um and she you know she was finally adopted on her 18th birthday and and I got to present her in court you know and it was like the it was the neatest experience I mean I tear up talking about um the kids it's not mm -hmm. their fault mm -hmm. you know and they've been through a lot to get there so um 
I, I encourage everyone to get involved because it does, it, it will make a difference. And you know, you you would be surprised uh, what these kids are exposed to as you know as they go from home to home and family to family and turn back and whatnot. You know, I mean, just because you're matched doesn't mean that you're adopted. Right. You know, and so these kids have to go through that process, and sometimes it might be once, but other times it might be several. And so, in like in that case where they're a smart kid, they have the potential to be successful. Why do you? How do you find that they, a family, wouldn't want them or give them back? It just seems so against everything that you would think of would be in someone's nature. You would want the, oh, look at this kid. He's in, you know, I was reading about Nick is an AP student. I was in the AP program. So that seems like something that they would naturally want to do and encourage that person. Right. I think, and probably Katie can speak to this better um, than myself, but I think what happens is, and I'm just speaking from some of the kids that I've gotten to know, is, you know, they, they haven't had the shepherding that we do starting from a very young age as a parent. And I know just from my own personal biological kids, I can say that. But, you know, so they have experienced things and sometimes trauma and whatnot over and over and over. And so the trust, there's a trust factor there, you know, there, they haven't been, people haven't paid attention to them, you know, so they don't even really know themselves sometimes. So I think, you know, there's, there, there's a lot that goes into it and a lot of them don't have a good self-esteem, you know, so, um, maybe they're, maybe they're behavioral issues, you know, too, as well. So just, you know, the teen, the teenage, the teenagers are hard as it is, mm-hmm. right? You know, just if you've had a great upbringing, you know, it's just a, it's a, it's definitely a different time of parenting. And so then add all that they've been through on top of it. Um, I think it just adds to it. So it does, you know, it takes special people to right. adopt for sure. We're talking to the Hart Gallery of Tampa. I'm your host, Ryan Gorman. With me in studio, we have Executive Director Amanda Page Duerco, Chair of the Board of Directors Nicole Hubbard, and Katie Sloan, adoptive mother of Nick, who's a child of the Hart Gallery of Tampa, plus Felix Vega from my show PM Tampa Bay on News Radio WFLA. The website is heartgalleryoftampa.org, heartgalleryoftampa.org. And when you go there, you can find out more about their upcoming event, BMO. 2020 believe in the impossible tickets on sale now for it. the events at Pomacia country club and it's happening on thursday february 6th at 6 p.m let me turn to you katie give us your personal story how you wound up connected to heart gallery of tampa so i tell people all the time it started with a google search i knew i wanted to adopt a child but i had no idea how to do it i didn't even know where to start so i literally googled how to adopt a foster kid and the first thing that came up was the heart gallery's website and i thought what is Mm, this thing so i opened it up and i started looking and if you go to the website there are pictures of all of the children there are videos of some of the children um, talking about the types of families that they want and there's little profiles of information and so suddenly it went from 2400 nameless you know, faceless children mm-hmm. to actual real life individuals who had personalities and were making little jokes and who would say things on the videos like, I just want someone to love me. Mm. And I was looking for a baby. I think like everyone is, I thought, all right, it's time to have a kid. Let's have a baby. And I remember there was one boy who is still on the Heart Gallery, JJ. Um, he had a video and he was this giant 13 year old kid he was like six feet tall and he said I just want people to know that I am a good kid and so my husband walked in the room and I'm sobbing and I'm like <laughs> you have to do this yeah so I was scrolling down and I remember I saw Nick's picture and Nick and I look very similar um so I just had you do it's yeah. so funny because I was like 
when you sat down and he was standing over here, I'm mm-hmm. like, I saw your profiles. I'm like, wow, you guys look a lot alike. Yeah. So there's actually a funny story about that. We did um, DNA testing just a couple weeks ago, and we got the results back. Nick and I are biologically related. Really? We are sixth cousins, and we had no idea. That is crazy. Isn't that crazy? So I saw his picture on the Heart Gallery, and I tell people it's very cliche, but it's like my eyes had never seen him before, but it was somehow like I recognized yeah. him some way. Like I'd Drawn to him. I've been looking for my child, like my child was missing, and I was like, oh, there you are. And so from there, we read his profile, and he was smart and nerdy, and my husband and I are Star Wars nerds <laughs> from way back. <laughs> so we were like, this could be it, and it started to yeah. get really exciting. And it's funny because during that process, when we started considering adopting a teenager, we had met a friend um, of the family who was housing another child who was 18, And we ended up through all of this process. We adopted her at 18 years old, um, helped get her to college. She's now living with us. I don't think she's ever going to (laughs) leave. And so we were told it'll take a year. You know, you probably can't have Nick because he's on the site now. He'll probably get snapped up. He's cute. He's, you know, smart. Um, We adopted Shayla, who's my daughter, in August. And in October, we were called to go meet Nick. So Nick moved in in January. So we went from... A bunch of dogs to two teenagers <laughs> in the span of a few months. But I mean, like I said, it's it, people are afraid of teenagers because they're gremlins. You yeah, know? they're terrifying and they're angry and you don't know what's wrong with them. But these kids need love just like anyone else. And if you were to hear some of the stories that I know just from, you know, Nick's background, the first day he was in our house, he was FaceTiming with his half brother and I thought he's going to show him his king size bed or all this stuff that we bought him. Uh-huh. And he was showing him the pantry and was telling him, like, look at all the food that uh, they have all yeah. the time. Wow. So they need love too. Yeah. And just because they're teenagers, they are hard headed. I mean, Nick drives me crazy sometimes, <laughs> but that's the way it is with any child. He is in the room. Right. I know. <laughs> He'll yell at me about that later. But he's still a lovable, sweet child who needs somebody to tell him that he matters and that he's special in terms of this question to um amanda and nicole do you find situations like that where people come in and they'll you know they'll choose one child and then they come back and then all of a sudden like grow a family really quickly and so you were talking about like there's you have siblings that are Mm -hmm. a package deal essentially Mm -hmm. and what happens in those situations where they say like you know, let's start with one. And then it's like, all right, I'm ready for another one. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I see this group. Let me adopt them. Yeah, well, there's a there's a process. It's not as easy as, oh, there's Nick on the site and that's right. the kid I want. In Katie's case, that's exactly how it happened. <laughs> 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 but I don't think all 200... Yeah. 65 other adoptions right. went quite that way. This is an Amazon. There's a process. Yeah. Um, so it's an old Sears catalog. There's a process, yeah. <laughs> and, and we get um, inquiries that are different from each other all day long. So one, some people are just starting the process, and they're writing to Heart Gallery saying, I just want to know where to start, you know, and they'll inquire on a kid. And, and we're very receptive to that, and we'll walk each person through the process and really direct them on where to go. Others come, and they've got all their boxes checked. They've done this process before. They're trying to find, you know, build their family and unite it. They know exactly all the steps. Um, 
and then they'll inquire on a child. Well, there's still a process that happens after that. There's a home, you know, the home study has to be matched with the child's child study, and there's got there's this match process. So they might think that, you know, Sasha might be their perfect child, but there's a process that, you know, we we want to make sure that the child ends mm-hmm. up with the right family. Yeah. And then during that process too, the family gets to get you know get to learn about other kids, and they'll you know they'll find um, their other scenarios. And so I think it happens often where people say that they want to adopt a baby, and then they get to know some of the kids because we. Really Really, the heart gallery really gives the kids their their voice or let them advocate for themselves. There's so many people advocating on behalf of them. Um, you know, they don't know who I am or who Nicole is or mm-hmm. you know some of our volunteers. But we talk about these kids every day. Um, we we're, we're we're rooting for them and um, but we really give them the opportunity to advocate for themselves so they can speak about the things that they like, what they're looking for, what they're looking for in a family, whether they want a dog or a swimming pool or siblings or no siblings or because you, you want know, this to like be that. a permanent deal. You yes. want this, you know, to yeah. work. Yeah. And so when the when we have visitors. To us, to our site, you know, the Katies and and the Robs of the world, they'll listen to their videos and they'll read their bios and they might, you know, find that they don't want really, not that they don't want a child, they don't want to say that, but that they're open to exploring other ages and other genders and some that might have siblings. We had um, this wonderful family last, um, probably the beginning of last summer, had no children and they adopted a sibling group of five. Ages Whoa. three to about eight. That's like going zero to six. <laughs> right, and I don't know. I don't know what's better if you already have kids and you add five to just that, right or into the deep end. you just yeah, go right. right into all five. But I mean, they were perfect for these kids. They were just overjoyed. And and Nicole mentioned that we get to be at the adoptions and and the heart gallery. Um, we'll do a little presentation. The judges know that we're there, and we present them with their photo and just to see. We get to see our result. So we get to see what we're putting out to the community, and we get to see it come together. And that's really, really special. And that's important because I, ironically, was involved in an adoption of one of my defendants who I prosecuted. (laughs) And we were trying to get him out of the system. His coach ended up adopting him, and he was. we didn't know what to do. And I was kind of like trying to help them. And so we went to a family law clinic, you know, at the courthouse, and I found a lawyer, and the lawyer – didn't specialize in those types of adoptions where it wasn't, you know, a traditional family adoption. So explain how once you get everything in line, how does the legal process work to get the formal adoption done? So there's a um, once there's once a family is matched, there's a process. So there's supervised visits, there's weekend visits, there's, yeah. um, you know, there's that that process. And, and I want to say that's all child led. So some can take a year, some can take several months, um, some can take a year and a half. So um, there's there's this comfort time and, um, you know, if a child is not ready to move in yet, mm-hmm. then they won't move in yet. Um, and that's okay. We want to make sure that everybody is mm-hmm. everybody's comfortable there. But once the child is moved in, they've got to be there for 90 days and um, they're still, you know, getting visits from their case manager and making sure everything's going okay. And then then they get the green light to make their adoption final. The website is heartgalleryoftampa.org. Again, heartgalleryoftampa.org. We have about three minutes left. Let's talk about Be Mine 2020, this event that's happening at Pomacea Country Club, Thursday, February 6th at 6 p.m., Alice in Wonderland theme. What can people expect? Uh, tickets still on sale, correct? Yes, we um, have We have some left. We've got four weeks to the day until Be Mine. Um, we've got Lots of them coming through. So I feel like that this is going to be another year that we sell out. So we aren't just saying it, but get there and get your tickets. Um, it's going to be a great event. It is Alice in Wonderland, and, and our guests really take that to heart. Get so people yeah, are absolutely. going to be dressed as the rabbit and Tweedledee and Tweedledum and Alice and the Queen of Hearts. And um, and if, if that's not your thing, 
you know, come in cocktail attire and bring your Mad Hatter hat. Ryan, you have one. <laughs> um, so, um, but we'll have silent auctions, um, you know, lots of fun. We have um, electronic violinists. It's very whimsical. It's very theatrical. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Nicole mentioned that Heart Gallery takes over Palmasia and we really transform it. You'll be entering through a keyhole, going down a rabbit hole, and, and then you're in Wonderland. But most important, we're going to share stories of adoption. We're going to celebrate what the Heart Gallery does in the community. We're going to introduce everybody that doesn't know quite yet what Heart Gallery does that ha- is invited to the event. Um, we're going to make sure that they leave with a good understanding and, um, and and build new relationships while we're there. And that what we raise there really sets us up to um, not only afford to feature our kids throughout the Hillsborough, throughout Hillsborough County because there's a cost associated to oh, yeah. printing all of their photos and mm-hmm. touring the exhibit. Um, but we get to purchase all their birthday presents that are on their birthday right. list and their Christmas list and, and um, give them experiences with their siblings who they may not be living with right now. Um, give them passes to go to Bush Gardens with their friends because that's what their, you know, their friends' parents are doing for them. So it really sets us up to support these kids in the best way that we can. And then real quick, for those who can't make it to the event at the Palmasia Country Club but want to help mm-hmm. uh, in other ways, how can they do that? Um, so we can, I mean, of course, going to the website um, and just if you're interested in just supporting the Heart Gallery in general, um, there's a way to do that. But if you go onto the kids, our kids' web um, bio pages, there's opportunities to become a birthday buddy, which Nicole touched on. So we have, um, you know, members or, you know, friends in the community that will host birthday trees um, that we call, you know, birthday buddies trees where you can get a card and send in a donation. But we make it really easy to you just go onto a child's profile and become their birthday buddy. Um, and that really, you know, sets us up to, you know, celebrate their birthdays with them this year. And then, of course, if people want information on some of the children, that you're featuring for adoption, that would be heartgalleryoftampa.org, and they can see all the pictures and everything. Yep, and we've got um, a great you know, Facebook following. We share out all of our kids and everything that we're doing, um, the videos and, and photos and their bios on, on Facebook as well. Heart Gallery of Tampa here on Best of the Bay. With us in studio, Executive Director Amanda Page Zwerko, Chair of the Board of Directors Nicole Hubbard and Katie Sloan, adoptive mother of Nick, who is a child of the Heart Gallery of Tampa, along with Felix Vega from my show PM Tampa Bay on News Radio Double. WFLA. One more time, the website is heartgalleryoftampa.org. Heartgalleryoftampa.org is where you can find out more. Thank you all so much for coming in. We appreciate it. Thanks for Thank having you us. for having us. And that wraps up this edition of Best of the Bay. Catch us back here same time, same place next weekend for a brand new episode. And make sure to catch my other show, PM Tampa Bay, Monday through Friday, starting at 6 p.m. on News Radio WFLA. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.